0: Three, two, one, zero Hello, welcome to
3: episode one hundred and seventy-six, real estate on your terms. Hey, money clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien,
2: and I'm Katie Walsh.
3: So, Katie, real estate, an area that we haven't dived into in quite a while on Chain of Wealth.
2: Well, yeah. And I really found this interesting because I feel like this is something that we, like me and you, could really take advantage of.
3: Yeah, 100%. And I think a lot of our listeners as well, they're sort of figuring out that first step towards buying their own property or maybe looking at an investment property or whatever else it is. And I really thought that Chris had a great idea and he has a great product and he offers a lot of good information about how you can achieve it. And even if you don't have great credit, this is an option for you.
2: Yes. And I feel like a lot of times when you don't have great credit, you feel like your hands are tied and you don't know what to do. And there's a, an alternative and a workaround that you can kind of get your feet wet and get your feet in the game.
3: Yeah. So if you guys haven't already, we are onboarding people for our debt destruction course. We're actually giving away five sponsorships. If you'd be interested in signing up for the course, head on over to chainofwealth.com slash debt course. We would love to read about your debt story, what you're currently dealing with, how you hate your life or whatever else it is. Well,
2: we wouldn't love it. But well, we- no, we
3: wouldn't love it. Like, I wouldn't get a <laughs> kick out of it.
2: We want to help you. But I'd
3: love to hear like how you're trying to pay off debt and how we can try and help you. Yes. <laughs> so definitely check that out. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yes. Fantastic. Let's do it.
0: Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis,
1: inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom
3: Chris Prefontaine is the best-selling author of Real Estate on Your Terms, a real estate investor with over 27 years' experience in the field. Chris is the founder of Smart Real Estate Coach and host of the Smart Real Coach podcast. He lives in Newport, Rhode Island with his wife Kim and their family. Chris and his family co-authored the book, New Rules of Real Estate Investing, that was just released in May 14th, 2019. Chris has been a big advocate of constant education. He and his family mentor, coach, consult, and actually partner with students across the country, teaching them exactly what their company does. Chris and his family believe strongly in giving back to the community. They currently support multiple charities. Welcome, Chris. Chris.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, guys.
2: Yeah, so you have had quite an extensive career in real estate, but how did you get your start?
1: I uh, actually started in the early 90s doing some spot building. In other words, infield subdivisions, just doing one house at a time. And that led to buying a realty executives franchise in 95-ish. Uh, we sold that to Cobalt Banker in 2000. Started coaching people throughout U.S. and Canada right around then, as well as doing our own investments. So from 2000 till all the way through to the crash, we were doing our own investments and coaching.
2: Oh, wow. That's really interesting. So with all that experience, you probably have come across a lot of people who are buying their first home, I imagine.
1: Yeah. I mean, we get it from a conventional standpoint, but we also get it um, because we deal with, with buyers helping them get into their first home, especially if they can't qualify conventionally. So you've got about, it varies, but about 80% of the market right now, okay. the buyer pool, they can't walk in a bank and get a loan. That's a big number. <laughs> uh, the banks have just made it Yeah, the rates are low, but they've made it tighter and tighter and tighter with their restraints on how to get that loan. And so the rent to own vehicle works great for them. And that's how we we exit most of our homes, all of our homes.
2: Yeah. So what advice do you have for somebody like something pivotal that, you know, you're going in buying your first home? What is something that you must know in your opinion?
1: Um, The banking process can be grueling, frankly. I mean, I'm in the business and and I consider it to be grueling. So If their credit is not pristine, don't worry, because again, that's 80% of you listening. So if the credit's not pristine, there is a pathway to enhance that and grow, uh, increase that score over time and grow your down payment over time. You can do a rent-to-own, otherwise known as a lease purchase, for your first home. And that way you you don't have to wait until you save up or you don't have to wait until your credit's better. You can lock something in now and not have to chase the market while you're renting.
3: So how does the rent-to-own property um, well, how does the method really work? So um, they obviously are renting it, but like what sort of is the time frame, And like, is there some sort of like a balloon payment or something? How does it exactly work?
1: Yeah, so from the buying standpoint, they would go through a little bit of a qualification process, not to see how high the credit is, because usually we assume it's not great yet, but it's to see, can they afford it income-wise, debt-to-income-wise? Debt to and, and so we're setting them up to win not to have a you know a headache or a failure in two or three years. And the term is typically three years, but it ranges from like two to seven, but it's t- a real good average is three years. So what happens is they stop paying a lease payment. They do put down a down payment. So they have skin in the game. They're acting like they are treated like they pay for bills, like they own the home. So everything is just as if they own it, including locking in the price, only they don't have a mortgage yet. And so at the end of that term, because they went through our credit enhancement program, because they went through a program to get mortgage ready, they're going to go ahead and get their own financing at that point. And so it could be, you know, somewhere between month twenty-four and thirty-six, they will get a conventional mortgage with the help of the program and cash out the uh, the property. Then they not only do everything I already said, but they have their own mortgage now.
3: So who typically owns the property before that point?
1: Uh, it's sometimes us as the investor, or you know, we have students around the country that do the same thing or the deed sits in the seller's name, and we are doing a lease with them and a lease at the same time with the uh, buyer. That's called the sandwich lease.
2: Okay. And what if you're young, like you're a young family, and you do have pretty good credit? And when I say pretty good, I say anything between like 740 and up, I think is pretty good credit. That's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What if you have good credit, but you just don't have the money for a down payment right away? Is there any kind of fast track for that? How would that work?
1: Okay. So two different things there. If they don't mind what their mortgage will be, in other words, they say, okay, I have none or 1% down. First-time buyer programs do offer that in many states, many states, almost all states for a first-time buyer. But they may say, well, that's great. I can qualify for that, but I don't want that high of a mortgage payment. Therefore, I want to save up. By the time they save up, the market could appreciate past them. So then the, the same rent own vehicle would work because they have great credit. They could tie up the property on a rent own While they're in the property, they could save for another two years, but still lock in the price. So it's okay. a great way for them to get in as well. And frankly, those are great buyers for us as investors because we know the credit's already there. They just need some time.
2: That's interesting. I feel like that route is often not really understood very often. So I'm glad that you touched on that. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, it's not not, talked about, not
1: as well known, no. Yeah. So what would you say are
3: some common mistakes that you see people making when buying their first home?
1: Probably going that last question you asked me about uh, no money down. So someone might qualify for that, but are they taking on too much of a payment? You know, uh, Yes, you qualify, but because you put nothing down, can you actually afford it or is it going to cramp your lifestyle?
2: Okay, and how much, I know putting down, I think it's 20%, you avoid PMI, uh, which is mortgage insurance. Right. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of putting down 20% to avoid the, the mortgage insurance and how that really can affect a uh, homeowning experience?
1: Well, yeah, well, you're, blowing the, you're really blowing the money that you're paying for that because that's going to cost you, it depends on the price range, right? But it's going to cost you anywhere from... Say $150, $200, up to $1,000 a month if you go into a high end home. And so it's just a total waste. You're never going to get rid of that until such time you have 20% equity in the home. And most people forget about that two, three, four, five years later when they might have the equity. Then you have to go ahead and submit that to the bank. And it's not reapplying all over again. It's not that bad, but you do have to have appraisal done and and other proof that you've got that equity back in there. So you just waste the money for several years, if not the cost of the entire loan that can add up.
2: So definitely, if If possible, try to have the 20% down when you're putting the down payment on your house.
1: Yeah. And if they don't, just go the rent-to-own route first. You're not not losing anything at all if you can find a house you like on the rent-to-own program because you're locking it in just like you owned it, price and all. And so you can capture your equity by the time two or three years is gone. Not only did you save up more, but you have more equity in the property already.
2: That
3: makes sense. So in the rent-to-own with that 20%, does that sort of still apply because you don't technically own the property at that point?
1: So what they'll do, uh, Dennis, if this is if this is what the question was, they'll come in with. Um, we require a minimum of three percent, and all the way up to ten percent. Three percent will get them in the door, and then they'll they'll have a payment plan that might be linked to tax refunds every year. So every February, it's a big time where a lot of them February March, A lot of them are putting down extra money from their tax refunds. Some have quarterly bonuses at work. They'll put those on the plan, so they'll. On the plan meeting, they'll go ahead and put extra deposits down. So at the very end, they've built that up to the 20. They didn't have to start like that, but they built it up to the 20.
3: And the rent to earn model as well. If you wanted to start looking into having more than one property and start looking at investment properties, can that still apply? Could you still structure something like that?
1: Well, yeah. So, so that's the avenue we teach. So we teach investors around the country uh, exactly what we're talking about right now, to go out and do this as investors. So... Between our own properties and properties we, we do with students around the country, we do anywhere between five and 10 a month of this type of transaction. So on the set, on the buying side, it looks like what as an investor, you would type the property on a lease purchase contract, none of your own money, no bank loans, no signing personally. And then you would go ahead and with your right to sublease, put a rent to own tenant buyer in there. But in doing that as an investor, you're not only are you not using your own cash or credit, you're creating three distinct paydays. And these paydays are important because any business can use these timing of these. One is cash right away up front. Like when you put a tenant buyer in the home, you're collecting a non-refundable down payment. That's payday one. Each month when you pay the mortgage payment or the seller, however the arrangement is as an investor, you're then collecting higher than that from your tenant buyer, obviously. So that's a spread of several hundred dollars per month per house. And then payday three is at the very end when they close it out. There's a, you know, obviously the markup in the house that you profited from. So those three paydays can be super profitable, even if someone wants to go out and do one a year, never mind one or two a month.
3: Cool. So would you say there's any real noticeable difference between buying a home that you're going to be living in versus that investment property?
1: Well, yeah, because it's not an emotional or personal taste issue at that point. It's all, it's just numbers, right? So, if i look at a property it doesn't matter if i'd like to live in it it matters what the numbers are is it does it have enough bedrooms is it in good condition has it been maintained and so is it going to fit the investment you know protocol versus personal taste
2: okay so right before we wrap into our value link round i wanted to hear your 30 second elevator pitch about real estate on your terms
1: Sure. So Real Estate on Your Terms uh, piggybacks what I just said regarding not jeopardizing your credit, your cash, or your personal assets. And if you want to dive deeper into that without spending any money, um, I'll give you a free link for the Amazon best-selling hardcover book, Real Estate on Your Terms. And you can just go to FREE, F-R-E-E-S-R-E-C. That stands for Smart Real Estate Coach. So FREE, S-R-E-C book.com. And when I say free, you don't have to put a credit card in for shipping either. Like most of them that say free. So this is totally free. We'll ship it at our expense. And then with that, you'll actually get a, a free strategy call with me as well if that's what you desire.
2: That's awesome. I think it's really helpful when you're able to get a book and you see it like in your hands and you can highlight it and make notes and everything. And then if they're able to give you a, a call and ask any kind of questions, that is definitely helpful because this is something... That I think is really interesting.
3: Yeah, and like really, anyone you know like has a need for real estate, and like you have to live somewhere, right? So, um, I would say the more sort of education you can get on the topic, definitely the better off you are.
1: For sure. Well, yeah, there's a huge gap in the industry between doing that and then actually doing deals, and that's where we differentiate ourselves. So it's all it's all in the family. We're all, we're locking arms with these students and doing deals all over the country, not just going here. Here's a product or here's a book, you know, actually get some deals done.
2: Yeah.
3: Great, Money Clan. We're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the Value Link round.
2: Hey, Dan. I recently started using the Great Courses Plus to learn all kinds of topics, but my favorite has been money management skills. I found it particularly useful learning about the psychology of money now that I've been able to pay off my student
3: loan. Kate, I've really enjoyed this course as well. And personal finance expert Michael Fincair. Also dived into some other topics that really interest me, such as the pros and cons of home ownership, credit or cash, stocks and mutual funds. He really goes into a lot of depth and helps you really understand stuff. The Great Courses Plus has recently partnered with Chain of Wealth, and we're presenting a special offer to our audience, and that's a free month of access to their library of over 11,000 videos. If you'd like to claim your free offer, head on over to thegreatcoursesplus.com. Slash Wealth. That's thegreatcoursesplus.com/slash Wealth.
2: Okay, Chris. So I can kind of have an idea of what your retirement plan looks like, but can you share a little bit with us what your savings and retirement plan looks like?
1: Yeah. So ours is all property, if you can, uh, for obvious reasons. It's what we do. <laughs> it's what we've done forever. That's what
2: I was thinking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's just take one property for example. When you talk about that subject, you can do any one of these properties in a self-directed IRA. So picture that. So you can take a property, those three paydays can average anywhere from 45,000 to 110,000 around the country. Ours is like right in the middle, like 75. So you put down a $10 or a $100 deposit from your self-directed IRA, and then over the next three years, in comes the unlimited profit potential of anywhere from 45 to 110 grand. And so you can grow that tax-free. That's a pretty big issue for people to retire with.
3: Yeah. Cool. So do you have a favorite book that you're currently into?
1: There's a really cool book I just started called The Trillionaire Coach. It's a gentleman that coached um, some of the top CEOs and executives around the country from companies you guys would know, like Apple, Google, You know, big names, big executives. Personally coached them, had nothing to do with their industry, doesn't even know their industry, and just uses his own method of coaching, meeting flow, accountability to coach them to huge success. So he's well over a trillion. He's passed now but his, his success with the executives are well over a trillion dollars in production.
3: Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, that is something <laughs> is. else. I imagine that his connections must be insane.
1: <laughs> uh, to say the least.
2: Yeah. So do you have a quote you try to live by?
1: I just never, never quit. I, people always ask me out in the shows, but that one, if you think about it, there's a there's a great book called Grit, G-R-I-T, and that whole mm-hmm. book is based on never quitting, persistence, consistency, that just around that.
2: Yeah,
3: definitely. Cool. Well, Chris, we've loved having you on the show. Thank you for coming and sharing your knowledge with us. Do you have any other last part and piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, just one thought. Um, it doesn't matter what industry, it doesn't. so this doesn't apply to real estate, but whatever it is that you want to do, uh, success leaves clues. So find someone in the industry or even within an industry in the niche that you like find someone who's currently still doing that and so it's not outdated and then commit to that for three years like don't look left right backwards just commit to that for three years you'll have a phenomenal experience regardless of the industry i really like that and
3: i think that you know that that really speaks to being able to emulate what other people do you know if, if people are doing something today it's because it works correct and they may have a little bit of inside knowledge but if you can kind of gain insight into where they're at you can really sort of try and get your foot into the door into that industry
2: and I like that you say three years because like gives you enough time to learn what you're doing and see if it's working for you
1: yeah, you know why I said that, Katie, to that point, uh, briefly. The challenge in, in real estate is you see late night TV commercials and you see infomercials and you see product, but they're all providing many of them are providing false expectations like, you know, get rich in thirty days, get rich it's not it's not the case. It's get rich forever, but it's gonna take some time. So I don't want to have people mismanage that. But I do say if you commit to three years, you'll have a great experience.
2: Yeah.
3: Fantastic. Money clan whipping up with Chris. You can check out his website. It is smartrealestatecoach.com And if you are looking into real estate, this is definitely a resource you want to check out.
0: Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5hourenergy.com. Expires April 30th, one-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.